0: Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Well, just an FYI from the FDA, who sent warning letters out to three different baby formula companies expressing concern over the manufacturer's practices for handling contamination in their products. Uh, You did not establish a system of process controls covering all stages of processing that was designed to ensure that infant formula does not become adulterated due to the presence of microorganisms in the formula or in the processing environment. Oh, okay. Now, do these letters mean that another formula crisis uh, should soon be underway? Very possible. Four companies comprise 90% of the U.S. baby formula market, meaning that if just one factory is forced to stop production due to safety concerns, another shock to the U.S. formula supply. So be prepared because a baby formula shortage may be coming sooner than you think. I know, I know. It's just an FYI. Welcome, welcome to chewing the fat. <laughs> have you ever heard of the <laughs> uh, the story? It's called the dreaded rat lungworm. No, I have not either. But apparently, it's a parasite with a penchant. For rats and slugs, that occasionally finds itself rambling in human brains. Uh, no, we have to find a way to stop the rat lungworm parasite. So now they're telling us in a new study that the rat lungworm has firmly established itself in the southeastern United States. So they're calling it a rapid invasion. So the study was a small-scale study at the Atlanta Zoo. And as you know, no one supports zoos more than myself and this show. But uh, between 2019 and 2022, researchers continually turned up evidence of the dreaded worm. In all, the study identified seven out of 33 collected rats with evidence of a rat lungworm infection. The infected animals were spread throughout the study's time frame, all in different months, with one in 2019, three in 2021, three in 2022, indicating a sustained transmission. Now, they claim, don't worry about it, this is just a small study. <laughs> That's all. It's just suggesting that the zoonotic parasite was introduced to and has become established in the southeastern United States. That's all. It's a study by the University of Georgia College of Veterinary Medicine and was published in the journal Emerging Infectious Diseases and man do I love the journal of Emerging Infectious Diseases. Okay, so the finding according to this is concerning. Uh, yeah, Uh, Yes, it is. So, normally, the adult worms live in the arteries around rats' lungs, hence... uh rat, lung worm. So there they mate and lay eggs. The worm's larvae then burst out of the lungs, gets coughed up by the rat, swallowed, and eventually pooped out. From there the larvae are picked up by slugs or snails. Now this can happen if the gastroprods eat the rat poop or as the ravenous larvae just bore into the soft bodies. The larvae then develop into the slugs and snails, which are ideally and eventually eaten by the rats. Back in the rat, the late stage larvae penetrate the intestines enter the bloodstream and my migrate into the rat's central nervous system and brain. There they mature into subadults, then migrate into the lungs where they become full adults and mate, thus completing the cycle. Humans become accidental hosts in various ways. They may eat undercooked snails. I will just say I know for a fact I have never eaten undercooked snails. I am (laughs) not would you like some snails? No, thank you. And specifically after the rat lungworm story here, I will never eat snails. Or if you inadvertently eat an infected slug or snail hiding in their unwashed salad again. I'm pretty safe there. Uh, Infected snails and slugs can also be eaten by animals first, like frogs, prawns, shrimp, or freshwater crabs. If humans then eat those animals before fully cooking them, they can become infected. So, (laughs) I'm just telling you, be careful out there, okay? Now they believe that the worm can't complete its life cycle in humans, and that it ends up just wandering around the brain for a month or two, and then it's killed off by immune responses. However, there have been some evidence that the adult worms uh, have reached the human lungs. So, they may wander around for a little while and get stronger. And just say, hey, we are rat lungworm and you're not messing with us, okay? Now, there's no specific treatment for the rat lungworm infection. Uh, no anti-parasitic drugs have proven effective. And in fact, there's some evidence that they make symptoms worse by spurring more immune responses to the dying worms. <laughs> so if you try to kill them, the worms are like, no, we will become stronger, faster. So for now, the supportive treatment is pain medication, steroids, and that's all you got. And hopefully the rat lungworm wanders around and dies. So heads up, if you are concerned with... I didn't know I had to be concerned with the possibility of catching rat lungworm. But now I have to be. So just stay away from undercooked snails. And make sure you wash your salads and don't eat any frogs, prawns, shrimps, or freshwater crabs without fully cooking them first. Otherwise, uh, it's the possibility that you may catch rat lungworm. And no one, no one wants that. I promise you. So we mentioned yesterday, we've got uh, President Joe Biden going to Detroit today, I believe, and he was supposed to be picketing with the picketers at the UAW, so we'll see if that actually happens. We have Trump going to Detroit uh, tomorrow, and tomorrow's the big day for the Republican presidential debate, number two. With uh, Tim Scott, Vivek Ramaswamy, Mike spence Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, not Spence, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, Chris Christie, and Doug berger Boy, that'll be a, that's a riveting, riveting group of people there, and it's going to take place at the Reagan Library, which is out in California, which makes sense since I think that's where DeSantis is supposed to uh, also debate uh, the governor of California. Uh, Governor Newsom, so we'll see if that actually transpires. Well, today I hear where Ford Motor Company said that it has halted work on the $3.5 billion battery factory in Michigan, just days after the carmaker Ford made some concessions to the striking workers, so they're pausing work and limiting spending on construction on the Marshall, Michigan project until we're confident about our ability to competitively operate the plant. Oh, Okay, now we haven't made any final decisions about the planned investment there. Sounds like you kind of have. So it was to build this uh, facility in Marshall, which is about 100 miles west of Detroit, which is right here on the map, as you see on my hand. And uh, that's you know they believe that it's called... Well, they believe that their commitment to American manufacturing... Uh, we're calling this the Blue Oval Battery Park, Michigan. Oh, okay. This was another... Uh, battery factory that I believe was being funded by some Chinese investors. Although there's another one on the other side of Michigan over here. If you look at the map. well, That was going to be a plant that was funded by some Chinese investments. So we'll see if that actually transpires. Uh, it's just insane what's happening. We talked yesterday about the the uh, EV battery f- factory in kansas that has to have a coal-fired plant to have enough power to make the batteries that's kind of the world we live in we saw where danish uh toy maker uh legos uh they said that yeah you know uh remember when we said we were gonna make our blocks uh green and uh yeah you know what we're not gonna do that anymore (laughs) remember when we said yeah that we were gonna make the bricks out of recycled plastic bottles because uh yeah we're not gonna do that now because you know why it increases our energy usage to do that so we're not gonna do that okay (laughs) and the the shift toward recycled materials would require major carbon intensive changes to the company's current brick making process which uses oil-based plastic so the sample blocks that we made uh while costing more they weren't very good to begin with so look we're look we want eco-friendly uh lego bricks we do man do we want that but the pieces still have to be easy to click together and pull apart and durable enough to withstand play from generations of boisterous builders. And so we just aren't able to do that when we use recycled materials. Now, we're not going to give up on experimenting with different ingredients, and we still aim to make our bricks sustainably by 2032. That's our goal. But we can't be, you know... We don't want to use sugar crane and other bioplastic for softer elements like trees and bushes. Yeah. We like to try that, and we want to we want to be able to, you know, use recycled plastic bottles, but we just can't. We want to. Man, do we want to. We still have a goal of getting there, but we're just not doing it now, okay? And there's still companies like Nissan who said that all their new models that it launches in Europe will be fully electric by 2030. So it will only sell electric vehicles on the European continent. Good luck, and God bless, too, I guess. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. Desperately. I'm not sure why I have not watched this show yet, but I'm very disappointed and I want to apologize to you. Uh, I will have this uh, watched very soon. So this new show was uh, posted on Mac's HBO streaming service uh, last week, and uh, it's called Naked Attraction. Why have I not watched this show yet? It's a game show that uh, each episode, a single chooser, critiques and eliminates six potential dates standing on a stage by scrutinizing their fully nude bodies, which are gradually revealed one part at a time. Faces are revealed last. When only two potential dates remain, the chooser strips out of their own clothes, giving the remaining two contestants the opportunity to create or to critique them. And then the final uh, the couple then go out on a date. I guess with their clothes on. I don't know. I have to. I have to watch it. I don't know why I have not watched this show yet, but do I want to watch it? You bet. <laughs> so of course they have to start each show. The following series is intended only for mature audiences. It contains full frontal nudity, coarse language, and graphic discussions about the human body. Viewer discretion is advised. Uh, so I'm all like it. I'm all like it. I like the. I don't like your feet. I don't like the whole deal. <laughs> I cannot wait to watch Naked Attraction. It's, I will give you a full review very soon on this program and speaking of uh, naked attraction i see where a gay orgy among catholic priests in poland ended in a medical emergency and not for one of the priests but for a sex worker apparently there was a sex worker brought in at least more than one possibly more uh lost consciousness i know uh apparently they had this uh party this orgy at one of the catholic church's official apartments and a sex worker was uh hired brought in i guess just one and the whole event was purely sexual in nature duh the participants all took potency drugs and then everything got out of control and the sex worker lost consciousness what show i mean, I don't even know if this is real life or tv there was a show that i watched and for the life of me i can't remember the name of it ah! the beginning the first episode is where a priest goes to this big sex party and man i cannot remember the name of the stupid show i it does i it doesn't matter it's just that i don't know if real life is imitating art or art is imitating real life anymore incredible and we have the new show premiering on prime today victoria's secret the tour 23 Uh, with behind the scenes footage and intimate stories of victoria's secret 20 a group of 20 innovative global creatives who will conceive four fashion curations from the vibrant cities of bogota laos london and tokyo Alongside iconic custom Victoria's Secret designs. The reimagined event will premiere on Prime today. For those of you listening live, today is September 26th, 2023. And so it's going to air, uh, it's going to premiere on Prime in over 50 countries. Yay! And you'll be able to shop a tour-inspired collection in Amazon fashion stores following the debut. Yay! You can also shop as they watch with X-Ray to use X-Ray. Start streaming the tour with your desired service. Simply tap your mobile device, move your cursor on your computer, and press up on the Fire TV remote. This will open the X-Ray shopping feature, allowing you to select the item you're interested in or explore more items in the Victoria's Secret fashion storefront. That's kind of cool, actually. And that's coming to shows and networks all over. Uh, You'll be able to stop and say, ooh, that's a nice shirt, and then buy it. Uh, That's kind of cool. We had talked about doing that on The Blaze a long time ago, and the technology just wasn't ready for it. Uh, It's ready for it now. So, yay! speaking of a uh, yay remember when we found out that uh, 87% of teens own an iPhone well Samsung was like hey 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 we can't have uh, kids uh, have an Apple addiction so they went to mr. Beast, And they said Mr. Beast is a big-time YouTuber and restaurateur, for those of you that don't know. And he makes content on YouTube and hundreds of other platforms. Uh, And he's going to start making uh, content with Samsung phones. And so he writes, uh, or Samsung writes in their announcement that it will showcase what's possible with a Galaxy smartphone for aspiring and professional creators. The company's phones get screen time in the videos. There's a quick mid-video ad read for the Galaxy Z Flip 5 with a nod to the S23 Ultra. While Mr. Beast drives a prototype, uh, you know, $2 million hydrogen car that has no seatbelts. And so you can see the S23 Ultra mounted inside the cars. And so there's also a behind-the-scenes video uploaded by Samsung. Otherwise, it's just a Mr. Beast video. So they're paying him to use the Samsung in his videos. That's you know awesome for Mr. Beast, and hopefully it'll be awesome for Samsung. I'm a Samsung fan. I have a Samsung. In S23 Ultra, by the way, and I like it. Uh, so, you know, that's just me. I know. You be you, boo. I'll be me. So, I haven't seen uh, Joe Burrow, the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, comment on this, although it's possible he has. Uh, I see a post where Joe Exotic, aka Tiger King, you remember him, uh, he's still in prison and he's still trying to find a way out of prison. I don't blame him. But apparently he wrote a letter to uh Joe Burrow asking him to help raise twenty thousand dollars so he can afford to hire attorneys and get out of prison. Well Joey just signed a you know big hundreds of million dollar contract. He can help he can help a brother out, right? So Joe Exotic uh, wrote this note to Joe B., a portion of it said, I see the news magazines as well as yourself calling you the Tiger King. Uh, I have been the Tiger King before you get out of high school. Tiger King is my trademark and my intellectual property. How about doing a good deed and helping me raise 20000 for a down payment to hire attorneys? Maybe paying it forward, God might help you get to the Super Bowl this year, and I could go home for Christmas. Good luck, Tiger King, uh, Joe Exotic, good luck. I feel like uh, that's not going to happen, but who knows? Joe Burrow might help a brother out. <laughs> Then again, he might not. (music) Who died today? Who died today? Very, very sad news that well i mean it's always sad when someone dies i got it but this particular person is uh, someone uh, you know i love david mccallum the tv star dead at the age of 90 very sad you know him as ducky from ncis some of you may remember him uh as uh, you know one of the stars from a man from uncle uh that was way back in the 60s that was a long time ago man he died uh, of natural causes surrounded by his family at new york presbyterian hospital very sad uh he was on uh, ncis for i mean a lot uh, 20 years I mean, that show's been on for um, i don't know how many years now and it's uh, you know who doesn't love the relationship between gibbs and ducky and it was very sad to see him uh, you know see the news that uh, he had passed away he was uh, he was like the first uh sidekick in uh, man from uncle he said uh, he got the relatively small part first and he said i had never ever heard of the word sidekick before and then uh, you know he became a Became a star uh, in, uh, in Man From U.N.C.L.E. And then he played uh, Dr. Donald Ducky Mallard from uh, Naval Criminal Investigation Service, NCIS. He was the pathologist there. And that uh, was a great part, and it was fun to have him there. And then I think his latest deal or his last deal with NCIS and CBS was that uh, he was still going to be on the show, but it was very limited uh, parts. I'm sure he was not... You know, in the greatest of health at 90. I I don't know that. I don't know how sick he was, but uh, in the last few years, it was very limited of his showing up on the show, but uh, he was great, and it was always good to have Ducky around. And so the new NCIS without Gibbs, and now without Ducky? Oh, man. Very sad. I know the strike is over, but NCIS probably is not going to be the same. Rest in peace, David Ducky. McCallum dead at the age of 90. Also, one more who died today. Today, uh, you remember Matteo Messina Denaro, the uh, convicted mafia, Sicilian Casa Nostra mafia guy uh, that they found uh, taking chemotherapy treatments back in January. I mean, he was wanted and he had evaded capture for over 30 years. I mean, he was tried. In absentia, for uh, you know, his was sentenced to life in 2012 for the torture and murder of a 12-year-old son of another mafia informant. Uh, He's believed to be responsible for deaths of more than 50 people. And so he's in, he was I guess accused of uh, terrorist attacks and murders in '92 and '93. He killed two anti-mafia prosecutors. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't even there, and they gave him life imprisonment back in 2002. And then they finally found him getting uh, chemotherapy treatments. And so he has, and that was back in January. And so now he has died of colon cancer. Uh, in a prison in uh, Italy, so they shipped him off to prison, and yeah, you were getting chemotherapy before. I don't know if they were if they stopped the chemotherapy treatments in prison or not. Uh, that he just made it, uh, you know, in pain for the last few months, but he is now dead, and I'm sure there are many people happy about it. Uh, Matteo Messina Denaro, uh, at the age of 61, the one-time head of the Sicilian Casa Nostra dead. And uh, I guess rest in peace. I don't want anybody, you know, mad at me. So, (laughs) Uh, yeah, rest in peace to you, too. Now, we're using pig parts all the time. I guess if you have colon cancer, you don't get a pig colon. I don't know. I mean, I read in a story the other day where where surgeons have successfully transplanted a modified pig heart into a human patient. That's the second time in history that the procedure has been performed. The recipient is a 58-year-old Lawrence Fawcett, and he's said to be awake and recovering with the organ fully functioning, absent any supportive devices. So the process is known as xenotransplantation. The approach relies on pigs genetically engineered to not possess a specific sugar molecule whose presence leads to organ rejection by the human body doctors successfully carried out the first such procedure yeah back in january and then the patient died a couple months later after surgery now they claim that he the patient did not die to organ rejection but because of a number of factors including the presence of a latent animal virus in the heart oh okay now researchers hope such surgeries will eventually prove a source of viable organs for those waiting transplants uh, more than uh, 6,000 patients die each year while waiting for donors. So let's, you know, <laughs> uh, if, you're, if you're close to death because you need a new organ and they say, hey, I've got a brand new pig organ over here for you, you're going to say yes. And uh, I believe I would say yes as well. Thankfully this lady is not part of who died today although she could have been and it would have been uh, very disappointing. So a woman has heard yelling for help and was found by first responders at a boat launch outhouse in Otsego County, Michigan. Now, Otsego, I see where they're claiming that it's northern Michigan. Um, No, it's not northern Michigan, okay? It is in the the northern part of the mitten, right up here, but northern Michigan is above the mitten, okay? Let's be clear about that, but I digress. So Michigan State Police said first responders were called to the boat launch at the Dixon Lake in Otsego County, and a woman was stuck in the outhouse toilet. (laughs) so upon arriving to the boat launch first responders heard the woman yelling for help she told them that she had dropped her apple watch in the toilet and lowered herself in to retrieve it she was unable then to get out so conservation officers from the department of natural resources and state troopers removed the toilet and a strap was used to hoist her out to safety I mean I don't know that I want to be a part of any of that I mean, I don't want the lady to die in uh, goo of the outhouse. But I don't want to be leaning over that with a strap pulling her out of there. Uh, you know, especially when she was just dumb enough to go after her Apple Watch in the poo. No. And they they then said, you know, if you lose an item in an outhouse toilet, uh, don't attempt to retrieve it. Uh, a serious injury could occur. Uh, you think? <laughs> yeah. Uh, No kidding. Uh, On top of which, I am not. I don't know that I could drop anything into an outhouse lower part goo that I would go after. Sure, maybe a kid. Maybe a kid. Maybe if my kid fell in, uh, you'd almost have to, I guess. (laughs) Or, I mean, you'd almost have to. Uh, Because if you just drive away, what happened to Billy? Uh, He fell in the outhouse goo. Sorry, he's not going to make it. But if he does, then you're in trouble. (laughs) Because we're going to do a story where a child was found in Otsego County, Michigan, at the outhouse of Dixon Lake. The first responders retrieved him after moving the toilet and hoisting the kid out. The child said his parents just left. Then you're in trouble. (laughs) <laughs> oh, they're banging on your door. Did you leave your kid in the outhouse? No, I didn't know where he was. I thought he was missing. I don't know what happened. Did you report it? Yeah, no. We just got in the car. I didn't realize he was gone. And uh, next thing you know, we, we find out he's not there. Because, <laughs> uh, But Dad, you looked down at me in the, in the goo and said, good luck. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, then you'd be in trouble. So I don't want any part of helping people out of outhouse goo man oh just nasty but you know i'm happy she survived and didn't make it to who died today but oof just to go down there after an apple watch no thank you Be sure to follow me on social media accounts uh, on X at JeffyJFR, Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. Now, speaking of X and uh, Facebook and Instagram, I was thinking this morning, and I know, I know, I'm weird this way, but uh, whatever happened to the uh, the fight between Elon and Zuck? Whatever happened to that? I told you it wasn't going to happen, but I'm just saying. I thought you know the news was everywhere, and then it just went away. Huh? Weird. Anyway, I was just thinking about uh, the fight between Elon and Zuck, and how it just went away, and it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Told you it wasn't. Uh, anyway, follow me on uh, x at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. You can uh, always email the show anytime. Chewing the Fat at theblaze.com. I appreciate all your emails. I do see them. I do, may not respond to them, but I do see them. Thank you very much. You can follow me on my YouTube channel Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can order a cameo from me. Uh, that's not free, but you can go to at JeffyJFR on cameo and order a cameo, whether, you know, Happy Lad, sad, mad, mean, break up, love you, come to me, whatever you need. Uh, Cameo's my pimp, and uh, you know you're the John, and I'm the Cameo hooker. That's the way it works. So at Jeffy JFR on Cameo, and I'm sure that they love the fact that I consider them my pimp. <laughs> they have not reached out to me telling me to stop doing it, so I'm going to you know that's how I see them, and uh, they can't stop that. And of course, if you are listening to this show and you're not a subscriber, what are you doing with your life? Okay, nobody likes a freeloader. So it's free to subscribe to Chewing the Fat, but uh, you need to be a subscriber, not just, uh, you know, if your friend said, hey, listen, and you're listening to the show through their uh, subscription. Don't do it. Become a subscriber yourself. And subscribe on whatever platform warms the little insides of your heart. And whether it's a pig heart or not. And just subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Please. Thank you. And you can also subscribe. One of the things that helps make this show free is a uh, membership to Blaze TV. You can go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy and uh, use the promo code Jeffy and that gets you uh, I think 10 bucks off for a year subscription might be more not sure but uh, you know you go there and find out for yourself would you blaze tv.com slash Jeffy use the promo code Jeffy I see where the gunman uh, who killed 23 people at a Walmart in uh, El Paso Texas has agreed to pay 5.5 million dollars in restitution to the victim's families I didn't know that he had any money uh, he's just a young kid, really. He's 25 years old. He targeted Hispanics at a Walmart after posting a racist manifesto. And by the way, we've seen uh, his manifesto, but we haven't seen the shooter in Tennessee's manifesto yet, have we? No, yeah, the trans shooter. Anyway, uh, they said the attack was a response to the Hispanic invasion of Texas. The shooting stands as one of the deadliest mass shootings in U.S. history. The agreement comes almost three months after the Department of Justice sent the gunman to 90 consecutive life sentences in prison after pleading guilty to federal hate crime charges texas prosecutors are seeking the death penalty and that trial date has not been set now he had uh made a deal with the doj after they took the death sentence off the table so he got 90 consent life sentences in prison and you know is that enough I don't know is the death penalty enough well it most definitely is but he you know is he, he agreed to pay 5.5 million in restitution uh, there's no way that uh, he has that money, so I'm not sure what good that really does. I know one of the family members of uh, one of the people who were murdered by this man said wasn't part of the deal for the restitution because he said, "Hey, he doesn't have the money, so why do, am I even trying to do that and keep drudging up, uh, you know, bad things?" And you know, they're right. And of course, uh, this past weekend, our president, uh, president. Joseph Robinette Biden unveiled an office that aims to reduce the epidemic of gun violence in the U.S., And good news, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris will oversee the new office. So I don't know if that (laughs) uh, does that mean that it's uh, the way she's handled her other stuff. I don't think much is going to happen. So the office uh, is going to centralize and accelerate and intensify the administration's push to curb gun violence. The White House said the office will work to implement biden's executive orders on gun violence which include more background checks biden called the move the first steps towards what is needed well he believes that all guns should be taken away and so that's the first steps to what he believes is needed good luck with that uh it's not happening more background checks i don't know how you i don't know how you do that uh more background checks i mean we do have to have background checks i don't know if you know that uh president biden and vice president kamala harris so good luck with that but um, great we've got an office of gun violence prevention and vice president kamala harris will oversee the new office so that is give her something else to do because i thought she was overseeing the border and she's done such a great job on that i mean nobody's coming into the over the border <laughs> so i mean i think we can We can pretty much uh, rest assured that uh, the Office of Gun Violence Prevention, if that's just as good as her overseeing the border, you've got nothing to worry about. And we do have some breaking news while the show is being uh, recorded here today on the 26th of September, 2023. The Washington Commanders, the NFL football team, has been sued by the Native American Guardians Association and are advocating that the team revert to their prior team name, of redskins we'll see how that works out for everyone involved because i don't foresee that happening but i would love to see it and it's stupid nobody calls them the commanders except those you know announcing and are working for the nfl the fans certainly don't the fans aren't wearing commanders gear they're all wearing redskins gear it's just the whole thing is really really silly but We'll see if the lawsuit from the Native American Guardians Association, are at you know, get their way. I, I guess you could be the Washington Commanders playing on Redskin Field, I, at Redskin Field, maybe uh, something like that. You work out some kind of deal with that, uh, and they're in the. You got to say, put it somewhere maybe where nobody will ever say it. So maybe they're getting dressed in the Redskins locker room. I don't know. I don't know what you do because I don't foresee the NFL. Or the Team Washington, even with their new owner uh, reverting back to the Redskins, although it would be awesome. And you have plenty of time to enter your dog in the annual Ugly Dog Contest in Austin, Texas at Joe's Coffee House. Uh, It's hosting its 6th annual Ugly Dog Contest. Now it's going to happen on October 29th. Sunday, October 29th. So it's about a month out. Uh, The event will run... Oh, it's more than a month since today is the 26th. I already told you that. The event will run from noon to 3 at the coffee shop's Red River location. Uh, You're invited to enter your pets in one or more competition categories. A $10 entry fee per category is required. And the deadline for submissions is October 13th. So you've got a couple of weeks Uh, A little more than a couple of weeks to get your submissions in. Each entry includes a social media graphic of the participating dog, a memento to take home, and a selection of goodies. All proceeds from the entry fees will go directly to the Austin Humane Society. So the competition seeks to identify what is playfully described as the most beautiful, ugly dog in town. The Austin Humane Society will also host an adoption event on site. No word whether the dogs or um, you know animals uh, up for adoption from the Austin Humane Society will be ugly or cute, but it doesn't matter, right because no matter how gosh darn ugly your dog is, you just love him. Don't you? You just love them. So it's an ugly dog contest, but it's special. And it's celebrating the unconventional canine beauty. <laughs> There's plenty of ugly dog contests, uh, you know, around the country. And uh, So if you have an ugly dog and you want to show up at the old party at Joe's Coffee at the Red River location, you can do the runway. Uh, They're showcase and you just walk your ugly dog down the runway, and I guess people vote? It doesn't say who decides the winner. Oh, it says here uh, in the Humane Society's uh, info that uh, vote early and often for your favorite contestant. So at Joe's Red River starting October 16th, votes are $2 a piece and all proceeds go back to the Humane Society. So you're charging people to vote starting on October 16th after you have all the contestants in? Holy cow. Okay, Humane Society, calm down a little bit, okay? It's an ugly dog contest. Now you want early and often and you're charging me to vote? Wow. Okay. Uh, I don't care that your dog is ugly. I'm not paying two bucks for a vote. Okay. And plus, if you have uh, the right amount of uh, cash, you could be paying people to vote for your dog so you're the winner of the contest, right? Is that considered fraud? No. Don't be silly. Nobody would cheat at a vote for a dog or a politician or anything. Right? Right.